0: great day you're now listening to how you holding up the podcast and this is your boy your host brooklyn boom now before we continue this is your first time here listening with me how you holding up is a question that i believe is one of the many questions that i believe can be the start or the end of breaking generational curses you know not too many of us actually taking cons- take into consideration how we're actually doing in our current state of being. You know, we're so we're so gung hoed on to, "Oh yeah, I'm good. You know, and then just walking off and going about going about our day. Where if something is bothering us, we really don't express that. It could be the area. The environment you were raised in, it could be the people who you were raised by, it could be a number of things, you know. But we also have to understand and think about those that came before us and what they were and are accustomed to, and it trickles down, you know. So I ask again, how you holding up? And I want to know how you guys are genuinely holding up. Think about your current state of being, how your day is going, how your weekend was or is or how your week is coming along or how life has been for you. You know, like seriously consider it. Think about it. Don't be so impulsive to respond to it. Because me being from New York, Brooklyn to be exact, conversations are, yo, how you, how you? Our response is, yo, I'm good. And then, how you? I'm good, and then, you know, we'll keep walking. And I've said this before in episodes prior, but sometimes I need to reiterate and I need to repeat myself until we actually get it it understood and we actually implement these things into our lives because if not, then it'll be a revolving door. And we're not evolving in this revolving door, unfortunately. You know, things are going downhill. And... Before I get there, you know, for those of you who are wondering how I'm holding up, I'll, I'm going to get to that. And I have a lot of things on my mind and my, and, my, and, my, and my heart, on my heart, you know. I see a lot of things going on in the world, and I'm not really one to get all into news and politics and social media, like who's doing what and who's doing who. That's not, that's not what I do. That's not who I am. I don't. I don't deal well with gossip. You know, I I really dislike it. I don't want to say hate, but I really dislike it. You know, and and part of that is this news that is going around. Um, I I don't know who these people are. Um, I'm not going to give them too much radio time or anything like that but um it's a it's a married couple and uh they are in the uh industry of pornography and um you know the wife has done a scene with i guess a popular uh, porn star and um you know now it now they're receiving a lot of backlash i guess the husband of the wife who has done a scene with uh the the the, the, the a person outside of their covenant pretty much, Um, you know, he's getting called all type of names and, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, there's a bunch of things wrong with this. Um, There's nothing, there's nothing that I'm going to speak of in my opinion. Again, this is my opinion. I'm entitled to it. And I have facts for you guys. You know, I have experiences for you guys. And I want to share this with you because, again, the way that, the world is going, man. It's it's in shambles. Now, I am a believer of God. I don't know how many of you listening are, but because of the circumstances and the life and the trials and tribulations that I have encountered with, gives me no greater reason to not believe God, that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. So let's put that out there, you know. Now, back to... You know, the story at hand, is a number of things that's wrong here, you know? Now, again, for those who are just now listening for the first time to my podcast, I believe that vulnerability is the best form of communication through conversation. I got to that point of understanding because I used to work for this direct marketing company, you know, just a little backstory. But I used to work for a direct marketing company representing non-profit organizations, charities, and this was in the streets. So I had to speak with random people. Never thought that I would do this, but I did. And it helped prepare me for where I am now. See, God works in mysterious ways. Everything happens for a reason, right? Um, But, yeah, so, you know, people would ask me, well, why are you doing this? And I had to represent, you know, charities and, and, and organizations that, you know, had to do with, orphanages and, and 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 children, you know, being adopted and things like that. And a little bit about myself is I wasn't raised by either one of my biological parents. So, you know, I had to then dig deep and really put myself in the shoes of the organization and of those children who were being represented by me, right? Okay, now let's get back on track. The porn industry is... It's very demonic and I'll tell you why. Growing up I had a porn addiction. Um, you know, I was having sex at a young age, I think when I was like nine, I was humping and then, you know, it, it progressed from there and then I started seeing DVDs laying around, you know. That's when that's when internet wasn't big, you know, we didn't have easy access to the internet. Well at least I didn't. Um so it was DVDs, then it was HBO. Then, gradually, it got to the internet. You feel me? But while devices were playing sex on TV and phones and computers, I was actually having sex, you know? Um, a lot of us, a lot of my homeboys and... In, 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 Things like we used to pass girls around and stuff like that. And, you know, that was the thing to do. We used to, you know, um, have sex with girls, you know, walk in while one person is having sex. And, you know, not not thinking anything too serious of it, you know, not judging or looking at the next man or anything like that. But, you know, it was just a thing to do. Girls enjoyed it. You know, if they found you attractive, they were with it, you know. And... That's when life wasn't as, well, I didn't think life to be as serious as I see it now. And thank God, thank the Holy Spirit for the discernment. And again, for those experiences to be able to speak on topics as such today. I find that completely wrong. And if I can take it back, I wouldn't take it back because then I wouldn't have the knowledge to give to you guys on what we're going to talk about today, what we're discussing now. But I would do things differently and I'll tell you why. Again, with this porn industry, right? This couple are supposedly are supposedly married. You know, I don't know too much about them, but it says married couple on the headlines. God intended Marriage to be a covenant between man and woman, husband and wife. Man and woman, male and female, husband and wife. We are to be multiplied and fruitful to have children. Vows that couples, that married couples take is for them. It's sacred at this point why would why would a man want to share his wife with another man I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not sexist so let's why would a woman want to share her husband with another woman right why would why would couples want to share each other with other couples and again this is me thinking now because I've matured in life I've matured in my observations and my actions porn was very addictive for me because it was convenient anything convenient is easily you can easily be addicted to it i don't care what you say porn was one of them is one of them and i'm 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 letting go of that because there's a number of things wrong with that right porn makes a person insecure because if you i don't know what kind of porn you guys watch or have watched or are watching currently, but you know, women can look at another woman and see how she performs and be like, "Oh, I can't perform like her." Same thing with us guys. We can, we can watch a a a a a a, a man and woman have sex, and he might be doing things that uh, uh 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 that we aren't able to do for whatever reason. I don't care about it. I'm just saying, for whatever reason. And then you may look and compare, oh, damn, I can't, or oh, oh, damn, she likes the way he does this, but I can't do it. Like, you, you feel me? You, do you see where that happens? And then that raises questions, and now a person is insecure because they lack something, either the body figure for a woman, breast and, 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 and butt, and for a gentleman, for us guys, penis size. You know? So insecurities can definitely be rattled. It makes you very self-conscious of yourself. For me, my biggest problem with my addiction that I had to porn was sexualizing women. I said it. That caused a lot of confusion because I didn't know if it was love or lust. I know I lusted after women so much and it's, it's hard to shake now like... If I'm watching porn, right, and I see, like, these are these are my thoughts. Damn, she got a fat ass, right? And pardon me for being vulgar, but I have to be. I have to be. This is who I, who I've become, who I have, who I have become, but this is not who I am. It's part of who I am, yes. I'm not ashamed of it, but these are thoughts that have been with me since I was young. Damn, she got a fat asshole. Yo, I once once you see that body type that you've masturbated to on pornography, now you have that you have that in your hard drive, now you have that in your computer, in your mind, in your brain. Now, now, me, I start visualizing the things that I would do to this woman just looking at her body type, like, yeah, you know I mean. And, and and that's all I thought of women as. That's why a lot of my relationships have failed, because it was only for sex. Growing up, the main thing that I've heard was, you're only good for sex. And this is not me glorifying myself. This is not. I promise you, it's not. But then it got to a point where it's like, well, damn, I want love, but all I all I know is lust. And now I can't even differentiate between the two. So my discernment was poor. I've been hurt because my discernment was poor because it was only lust in me thinking that it was love and the decision-making that I've had with past relationships were horrible. Now, I can't only blame porn. I can't and I won't. Because at the end of the day, it was up to me to act on that decision, to act on that sin. And not only was I hurt, but I've hurt women. Because they might have loved me, but I might have loved them or liked them a lot, but I mainly was lusting after them, after them, pardon me. And I told you guys, what porn does to me is it in, it influences me to sexualize women. And I want to read you guys a scripture. It reads from Matthew 5, 28. And this is from the New International Version, NIV. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart, I read it again because I know some of you guys are probably like shouting in your seats or or standing up or you know driving probably pushing that pedal from twenty five miles per hour to now fifty. So I'll read it again. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. That was me. Now, who wants to live like that? I don't wanna live like that no more. Again, which is why I'm here speaking about this. I'll give you guys a story, right? So last year, I was working at the Fountain Blue Hotel in Miami Beach. For, you, for those of you who don't know or who haven't heard about Fountain Blue Hotel, it is the biggest hotel on the East Coast, up to 1,500 rooms. You know, um, a lot of people come there, you know. And as I'm working, you know, it was it was this it was this woman on the beach, and you're, you're on the beach. You're in Miami. The sun was the sun was out. You know, it was good weather, nice little breeze. It was one of the best days to be on the beach. Lady walks by as I'm standing stationary to uh, where our hut is, where we usually meet guests to provide them with all the amenities that we can provide. Well, some of them at least. I see this woman, I'm like, hey, why you got a long face? You're on the beach, it's Miami, it's Friday, what are you down about? She starts smiling, there you go, that's what I'm talking about. Well, when you come back, um, if you need anything, let me know, I'm boom, pleasure to be assisting you. Ah, she goes about her, her, her way, she comes back on the beach, i want to say about five, seven minutes, maybe. See, I'm smiling, I look, oh, there you go, that's the spirit, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, uh, settle in. I'll be walking around checking on the guests that I've been helping out. If I see you in the walking by, I'll definitely assist you with whatever you need, all right? Until then, enjoy yourself. What's your name? Perfect. I'm Boom. Pleasure to meet you. She goes about her business. Now, I like to check up on my guests because that's what I do. I'm very personable. So, walking around checking on my guests and everything like that. So... I come across the lady again um I, f- I forgot her name i won't say her name anyway but i was like hey how you doing you everything's good over here she was like yeah and guess what and it's my birthday i said it's your birthday and you had a long face going off the beach it's not that hot for you to be miserable looking like you miserable out here so that's dope happy birthday to you so she's with she's sitting with a gentleman so i said hey sir how you doing man i'm Boon. um i'm I don't uh is this your husband she's like yeah this is my husband i'm like okay well listen your wife she had a long face i told her hey cheer up this and that da da da. you know he was like yeah man i don't you know but this our first time here i'm like yo that's what's up man what's your name sir got his name Introduce, reintroduced myself yo that's cool is there anything i can do for you guys you guys good over here you need extra towels need me to readjust your umbrella for some more shade you need me to get your server over here so you guys can get some more drinks and food. You guys good? Like, yeah, we good. Thank you, thank you. I'm like, all right, look, I'll be around. Let me, let me act like I'm doing some work. Right? That's how the conversation is going. Now, mind you, I didn't flirt with this lady, or at least I didn't think so. But, of course, intentionally, I did not flirt with this woman. So... The days go, the day goes by. Now we're closing up. It's time for me to close up because I don't like staying out there as long as I – I don't like to stay at work longer than I have to. So let's get the show on the road. People know how I work. So closing, closing. Now the guy, the husband, is waiting for me at the hut. So as I'm closing, he's like, hey, boom, come here real quick, man. So I'm like, uh, I right, give me one second. Finished up what I was doing, went over there, but gave him about two-minute wait. Went over there hey what's going on chief how you doing It's like yeah man i hope you don't find it weird but um you know i have a question to uh, ask i'm like uh so in my mind i'm like what the freak did his wife i hope his wife didn't say that i was trying to get with her or anything like that but he asked um hey man are you attracted to my wife i said so my face kind of like i I like, I'm like what the I was like, well, I didn't know how to answer it, to be honest. I didn't know how to answer it. I didn't know if it was a trick question. Like, the job, they send shoppers, like, people to try to catch you doing things that you shouldn't be doing, like, morally, I guess, or ethically. So, I'm like, uh, he was like, no, don't, you know, she finds you attractive. And, you know, I don't mean to, you know, creep you out or anything. But, yes, we're married, but we have this weird kink. And, um, you know, it's her birthday. And she finds you very attractive. And I was wondering if you would, you know, if you would want to sleep with my wife. I, I don't want to join, I I won't join, I, but I, I definitely would like to watch if that's okay with you. So I was like, what the? So now, before that happened, I think it was like a week or two ago, um, I did something and I made a promise to God that I would never sleep with another married woman, right? Now, this is extreme, and this goes back to the topic on why I'm even discussing this with the the couple, the married couple, allowing another man to have sex with his wife, and then I think it says something about he was the one recording it. So, from that day on, I said I would never sleep with, and, and no, if you guys are wondering, I did not do it. I did not sleep with his wife, and I definitely wouldn't have allowed him to watch Now, a lot of you guys are probably thinking, what, I would have did it, and I would have made them pay me for it. Yeah, I could have done that. I could have took that route, but again, I made that promise to God. And of course, I want this for myself as far as having a wife, children, a family. I I want this covenant to be what God has ordained it to be between man and woman, husband and wife, male and female. I want to be fruitful and multiply. I want to have children. I want to raise them up the way that Children should be raised according to God, like you know, train up a child in the way that they should go. And I think porn influenced that 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 scenario. Like, and and, and the I told the guy, I said, "Listen, man." He he gave me his number. I said, "Yo, I got to get back to work." I said yo but take my number man and I cuz I, I ain't going to lie I considered it because his his wife was very attractive. I wouldn't have let him watch but his wife was attractive but then I snapped out of it. I was like, "Nah, I can't do this. I can't do this." And 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 I sinned. I have sinned since then. And you know, I repent for it but you know that brings about lukewarm actions because we shouldn't be in and out we should either be in for god or we shouldn't even entertain it but me is like i'm in i'm yo my right foot is my more dominant foot because i'm right-handed so i'm i'm there with god but i got that left foot dragging in the back because i'm still trying to detach myself from old ways and this is no excuse i'm not justifying I'm not glorifying my actions or anything like that. Yes, I make mistakes, but I'm I'm learning and I'm getting better. I'm growing from them. But when it comes to this this industry, man, stay away from it, yo. Like it hasn't done me any good. Looking back at it now it hasn't done me as good as it could have done if I didn't take that route to allow it to control my actions, my morals, and, you know, my time. It's very consuming. It's very consuming when you can be doing so many other beneficial things. You got to find the right one. Then then, then what they do is you you pick one that you think you might like, and then underneath they have others that, Seem interesting, so now you're going through that, and then before you know it, an hour done went by, two hours done went by, all for it to last two minutes, three minutes, one minute, 30 seconds. I done spent this much time browsing through internets because now it has one browser you're on here, and then it'll bring you to another site where it's like, Yo, nah, I right, she's fire. I like, and then you just keep doing it. So now, while you're doing all of that, all this data. Is being collected in your mind, in your brain. It's stimulating you. And you spend so much time browsing to find the perfect one. You'll never find a perfect one because then you'll always think that, oh, I know there's something else that I might like instead of this one right here. So you're going to keep going. Spending five minutes, 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. An hour, 20 minutes, an hour, 30 minutes, two hours. You're going to find one that you finally either settle on or just be like, all right, I like this one. You're going to do what you do, and it's going to take you two minutes to do it and be completed. And then you're going to be like, yo, what the... F-? And then after, you're going to want to lay down. You're, be, you're, you're never going to be energetic as, as as energetic and involved as you were on your search. You'll never have that same energy afterwards if you do kudos to you but if you don't now you know why i'm not going to drag this I, i'm not going to drag this any further but i want to say this don't allow things to control you that you know you shouldn't be doing We are talking about pornography. We are talking about covenants, marriages, unions. Do not let things of this world influence you to break a good thing because once you do it, you can't take it back. Once you allow someone from the outside of your relationship, your marriage to enter in, you have opened a door. Nothing would ever be the same. Oh, yeah, it's just going to be one time. I just want to do it to please my husband. I just want to do it one time to please my wife. She has fantasies. Yes, we all have fantasies. But fantasies are of this world. You can never take it back once you have done it. Because now, think about it like this. Husbands, men, imagine you married. Imagine, all right, yeah, you know, I'm going to just let my wife sleep with a guy. You know, honey, you choose. Now, let's say the guy's penis is bigger than yours. Now, what if, what if he strokes your wife the way that you haven't ever stroked her before? What if he's reaching places in your wife that you've never reached before? Imagine he's talking to her crazy, doing things that she always wished you would do, but you never did. Now, another man is doing it. Now, there's, there's a, mu- a multiple of things that has just happened. Now, expectations. She expects you to do that now. And if you can't do it, she's going to go right back to him. Or if she don't want to go to him, all right, cool. She's going to find somebody else to do it now. Two, you're going to be insecure. So now you have just lost yourself, sir, and you've just lost your wife, sir. (laughs) What good did you get out of that? Why do you want to see your wife being power-driven by another man? Get better. I don't know what else to say, but get better. Have open discussions and conversations with your wife. What can you do, honey? What can I do to maximize our sex life within our marriage? We made vows to each other. To avoid... Other people being entered into your covenant. Figure out ways that you guys can do it between, in between yourselves. Women. You bring another woman in to the bedroom because, yeah, you're into girls and, yeah, you think she's sexy. She got a nice body and, oh, yeah, I think my husband will be cool for it. All right, cool. Now, imagine if her vagina is tighter than yours, gets wetter than yours. She squirts. You don't. She knows how to ride. She knows how to do certain things while the penis is being penetrated inside of her. She knows how to. She knows how to give oral sex. That Gulp three thousand or whatever, you know, it's being labeled. That Gulp three thousand. Now you jealous? Oh, I don't want you touching my man. I don't want no. I'll do all of this. You only focus on me. That's selfish. Number one. Number two, that's your fault. So now you're insecure, and now you're raising up eyebrows where, oh, now, you know, now she got to go. I don't want you being in contact with her no more. But what if your husband enjoyed her so much that now behind your back, he's sleeping with her? It's infidelity. You, what good did you get out of that, Miss Lady? Ladies and gentlemen, don't do it. Stop watching porn. If you are a if you are a minor listening to this, do not do not watch pornography. Do not worry about how many women you can have sex with, young fellas. Young women, do not worry about if I have sex with this guy, he's going to spend money on me. If I have sex with those guys, I'm going to be popular. Young fellas, if I have sex with five girls in two nights, my boys are going to praise me. They're going to be like, oh, yo, you the man. For what? Who cares what they think? They're not doing it, so why are you? They're not able to do it, so why are you focused on you being able to do it? These are soul ties, ladies and gentlemen. There's going to get, a, get to a point where you're not going to be able to shake a certain person or certain people. You're going to, all right, a, a relationship is going to end and you're going to want to move forward with from the person that you was last with. But then when you're with this next person, oh, they're not doing certain things that the last person was doing. And for that... You're going to backslide. You're going to go get back with that person. Either if you're in a relationship, you're going to cheat on the person that you're now with, with the person that you broke up with and separated and moved on from, and you're going to backslide with them again. And then it's going to be a repeating thing. So now it's toxic. Now... It's convenient yo where you at because now you've had those behaviors fringe with benefits if i call her at 11 p.m i know she's gonna pick up and i know she's gonna let me come over and i'm gonna do what i do to her and then i'm gonna break out and that's all i'm gonna use her for girls when you're drunk you're with your girls oh i want some whatever whatever i'm gonna call this guy he gonna pick up then you know he gonna do what he do but now you saved in his phone as i don't know a, a, a drunk night or whatever. He want to label you as. So now when he don't respect you or when she don't respect you because you've allowed that label to be labeled, that's what you get. And then years later, now you're, you're, now, now you're having these these fantasies, these visions, these dreams about the person that you had sex with years ago who you're still attached to. And y'all haven't spoken in years and you feel like, oh, yeah, we had a connection. It just wasn't our time. no. It's a soul tie. Y'all didn't work out because y'all didn't work out. Y'all wasn't supposed to. But because y'all had good moments, y'all had good sex, y'all used to go out. He used to treat you a certain way. She used to treat you a certain way. Now y'all connected. And it's hard to shake. Now you are you're you love this person, but you, you still like this person. That's unfair to the person that you're dealing with. Shake those soul ties. Don't involve yourself with it. The Bible speaks big on sexual impurity, sexual immorality. Do not have sex unless you're married. If you're actively having sex, I know it's hard to be celibate or abstain from sex. I know. Trust me. Trust me. I know. If you're not on that path of having sex, stay on that path. Don't don't allow other people who are having sex to influence you to have sex unless you're married. And when you're married, have sex with one person. The person you said I do to, who you made vows to, don't include anybody. I'm telling you. Because the moment that you feel like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done this, and you feel like your your your, your relationship is, is 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 in turmoil, you're gonna start oh I regretting. That's the number one thing. That's the negative. That's the number one con when it comes to porn, when it comes to sex. Regret. Ladies, imagine if you have sex with a guy, right? And he talking a good talk, but then when y'all finally do it, it wasn't even worth it. Now you're not even counting. Now you're not even counting him as a body, as most women would say. Oh, nah, that didn't count. It was one time. It was a one night stand, and it wasn't even. He didn't do what he what I wanted him to do, or whatever the case may be. He don't even count. So now, when you're having conversations with your fiance or husband, oh, how many, partner, how many sexual partners have you had? It can be for health reasons, or it can just be for conversational purposes. Oh, I only had sex with three people, knowing damn well you took six of them off the list because they weren't up to your standards, because they were uh, uh, one-night standards or because y'all don't get along, or whatever reason. Fellas, imagine imagine you out, you see a chick, you have sex with her. Well, you you get her. You, you invest money into a hotel room because you can't bring her back to the crib because either you live with your moms or your girl is at the crib, or you just don't want her to know where you live, or you live too far from where you're currently at. Anyway, you get to the spot, her hygiene isn't the best, or she doesn't perform the best. Now... Now you cursing her out. You upset you spent money on a hotel room that you could have put towards something else. Now you now you mad. Or y'all get there and then she don't even want to have sex with you no more. For whatever reason. Her mood switch. Now you get aggressive. Now you it's, it's a whole is a lot of factors that come into play when it comes to sex. Rape, molestation. molestation. Don't do it. Do not let pornography influence you, guys. I have been addicted to porn for a lot of my life. Because it was convenient, number one. Oh, shorty not answering? All right, cool. (laughs) Go on his website real quick. (laughs) Conveniency turns to addiction. Because I know it's. I know it's accessible. I ain't got to go nowhere. I ain't got to waste no gas. I ain't got to wait for her to pick up. Oh, yeah, I got something right here. Don't do it. It takes away from your social life now. You don't know how to socialize with people because if if, if a lot of us men who are addicted to pornography do not have a lot of female friends. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to be completely honest. A lot of us males, a lot of us men, who have a pornos, a lot of us men, pardon me, who have addiction to pornography, a lot of us men who have addiction to pornography do not have many female friends. Because we sexualize y'all. We sexualize them. Why wouldn't be your friend for? All I want to do is F. All I want to do is have sex with you. I can't have a a regular conversation with you. It's going to feel like it's forced. My end goal, I'm going to treat you nice because I want to have sex with you. I don't want to be your friend for real. I just want to have sex with you. A lot of men don't have female friends, genuine female friends who they are attracted to but don't want to cross that line because, yo, we good friends. Yo, we good. Like, yo, that's sis right there. Yo, yo, she a good woman, yo. Like, for real, yo, you you need me to be a reference for you for this new job? I got you. Yo, let's go get a drink. Harmless. Yo, let's go get some hookah. Let's go get something to eat. Oh, you're in a relationship now? Yo, bring your man too. Yeah, bring him. Yo, let's go out. Yo, we friends. Yo, at the end of the day, we friends. We cool. Like, you know there's a fine line that we're not willing to cross that I'm not even going to attempt to cross. Yo, I'm in a relationship now too. Yo, I got a marriage going on. Yo, I got a wife. I got children. Yo, this is my friend. This is my good friend, uh, female. That's, that's her name. This is my good friend, female. Female, this is my wife. This is my girlfriend. This is the mother of my child, my children. No jealousy, no bitterness, no nothing. Men who have addiction to pornography do not have those. Because we want to have sex with you. Men. Women. Because women, there's there's a lot of y'all that have that same behavior as well. The moment you lust after a person... In your eyes, go straight to your heart. And then in your mind. Because now you start sexualizing them. You start undressing them. You start putting them in positions where you see yourself doing certain things with them. So avoid that as best you can. The Lord's Prayer says Lead me not into temptation and deliver us from evil. You will be tempted. People are attractive. I am attracted to women. I love women. I love women. I love what God did to you, natural women. From your face to your hair, all the way down. I love women. And I'm learning not to lust women because it can easily be confused. How many fellas have female friends? Women. How many of you have male friends? Keep, re- keep your relationship between you and your spouse. Not everyone needs access to your relationship. Friends, family. Coworkers. Anybody. Anybody. No one needs that much access to you. Set boundaries. Have morals. rules. Have, have ethics. Apply the rules of the Bible. Don't let this world influence corruption. To you as an individual and to you all as a collective unit. Your boy Brooklyn Boone. This was an episode about. Well, you listened to it. And if you didn't, go back and listen to it again. I want to know you guys' thoughts on what was discussed. Share your thoughts, share your opinions, share your experiences if you have any. Share. Just share. Share this iPod. Share this episode. This iPod. What am I talking about? Share this podcast. (laughs) I'm looking at my iPad and I thought iPod. I don't know why, but just share it, man. Spread the word, man. Spread love. Take your time. I love you. I'm proud of you. Your progression is noticed. Enjoy and give 100% effort. To each moment given if you're having a conversation with somebody give a hundred percent to that conversation if you're working give a hundred percent to that work to that that project to that task if you're driving give a hundred percent to that that drive to your destination if you're with your loved one or loved ones give a hundred percent to them if you have a question don't text call somebody Call that person. Hey, I know texting would have been easier, but I figure I'll call you. It makes it more personal. We're not personal anymore. We're so distant. We got something to look forward to in the next episode. Listen, man, you guys have a great day. I don't know what time of the day it is or night, but you have a great day. Be excited for something. I found out that the more excited I am about something, the more confident I am. Be excited, be confident. Put God first, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. What scripture is that? It's your boy, Brooklyn Boone. How are you holding up the podcast?